32. Ben, who's your number 32? Uh, it's uh, Devin McCourty from the New England Patriots. That guy. Just kidding. Nice. He's a good guy. Nice. He's had a good year so far, so. Yeah, that's true. Um, How about you? Who's your number 32? Well, I was going to say David Montgomery just because he's been on my fantasy teams all year, but he's kind of let me down. But then Sorry. you reminded me of Franco Harris before we started recording. so That's probably a better one. All y'all uh, people that listen to this podcast, if you don't know Franco Harris, is the Immaculate Reception. Look that up. Hit the ground. Nobody sure. ever really knows if he actually caught it, but it's because the camera angles in 1970-whatever <laughs> weren't like they are today. Yeah. But yes, welcome into the podcast. Episode 32, going into week 16. The season's almost so over. Almost yeah, we're almost done. Yep, playoffs and fantasy going on. Playoffs and playoff implications are being... There's just so many games that have playoff implications, both conferences. It's wild. At Trips Right Pod yeah. is where you can find us. But you all know that. We're loving the matchups that we're seeing too. Like there's gonna be some really good playoff games played. Yeah. Right away. And like you said, all these games down near the end of the the season, it's I, I don't know, maybe I just don't remember last year that well, but I feel like there's way more games that are going to influence the way that the playoff picture looks maybe in recent years. Right. And especially the NFC with how kind of crazy it is. Uh, with oh, yeah, exactly. Four or five teams tied at the 11 and three or, and then the Vikings aren't far behind either. If they beat the Packers this weekend, they'll have the same record. So yeah, it's going to be awesome. interesting. And there's three Saturday games this week. But no yeah. more Thursday night games. Yep, Thursday night football's over. What? Probably aren't going to miss it because it'd probably be Browns and uh, Cardinals or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, anyways, let's... Uh, let's dive into these games. Let's dive into last week. The Ravens the blowout. destroyed the Jets on Thursday night last week. Um, Lamar Jackson threw five touchdowns in this game. Oh yeah, crazy. Yeah, and they just throttled the Jets. They probably could have sat Lamar at some point in this game, which I think they did near the end. If I remember right, I think I saw Griffin playing. But man, <laughs> he throws five touchdowns. This guy. And just the run game is so solid between him and Ingram. And they just I, – I had Jameson Crowder on my fantasy team, and he had put up like a dead week. And, of course, in this game, he has like two touchdowns, plays really solid. But I don't know. The Jets are disappointing. They seem dysfunctional, and the Ravens killed them. Yeah, I mean, I have to, I have to give props to the Ravens again. You know, I remember back in week, whenever it was the Steelers, they played the Steelers week three, week four. Said the Ravens weren't a good team at the time. They really were not as good. Yeah. I mean, they were good, but anyway, now now they are good, mm-hmm. and I don't like that Lamar Jackson is good. But that's just a Steelers thing. Yeah. So, I- I like that for all the disrespect and all of the chatter that was around him coming into the league about him needing to be a wide receiver and how he wasn't going to work out as a quarterback. Like for him to be playing at the level that he is, MVP candidate. Um, I know like Bleacher Report was putting out things where he has more offensive stats than like most, well, not most teams, but some teams. Hmm. And I don't know, just from being told that he should be a wide receiver to doing this. It's it's impressive. I'm kind of happy for him for doing it. It sucks that he's on a different team when we could have drafted him. 
Could you guys have drafted him, or did you have your first round pick that year? Two years ago. Yeah. I think we picked. Oh, you took Edmonds. Yeah, we picked after after the Ravens, I think. No, because the Ravens took him. They traded oh. up and took him with the last pick because the the Patriots passed on him twice, and that's what's the kicker. And the Ravens uh, passed on him once too. They t- they picked yeah, Hayden they Hurst before him. That's that's kind of crazy too. Anyway, good on him for doing that. Too bad he's not on one of our teams, but yeah. But fun to watch, like very entertaining to watch. Yeah, the Ravens are putting it together, so they they'll be dangerous. All right. Yeah, let's move on. <clears throat> We're going to the AAO, the NFC North. Yep. Bears, Packers. This game. Mitchell Trubisky. Look at this. One touchdown, two interceptions. It's a kind of a close game, and I feel like those two interceptions are probably what cost them here. Not a lot from the rushing game from Montgomery and Cohen, but the receiving game, very strong. Allen Robinson, Anthony Miller, both go for over 100 yards receiving. That's really impressive. But not enough for the Bears to overcome the Packers. Yeah, I didn't really catch any of this game. Um, Devontae Adams had a good game. I think this mathematically eliminates the Bears, this loss. I mean, yeah, it would would have to because... They're done, yeah. So their season's done. Again, I picked them at the beginning of the year to go to the Super Bowl. Whoops. Well, it it happens. But But yeah, the Patriots... Currently in the second seed of the NFC with a bye right now, so you know, but maybe you'll agree with this. Out of the out of the Niners, Seahawks, Saints, Packers, the Packers are the team that scares me the least. Absolutely. Like they really don't seem like a team that anyone should really be afraid of. Mm-mm. Especially in like, especially NFC playoff teams, you know, like, I think even the Vikings could feel good going into a game against the Packers. Yeah, but and even even with the first round bye, they're going to have home field advantage in that second round. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Simmons was talking about something today, just about how like home field advantage. Some of the stats that have been shown from this year really don't. There's really not that much. Uh, it's really not that much more favorable to be the home team in some of these games this year because there's been more upsets on the road, I guess. Okay. Like the Seahawks are like 7-1 and one on the road or something. Hmm. I don't know. I need to go back and look at the stat. But um, I could see a team like a Vikings, like a Saints, or a 49ers going into Lambeau in the second round and, and winning. Yeah. So. Okay. But – Again, Aaron Rodgers is he's a different animal too. So like he can take over a game. And Yeah, you gotta trust that his Yeah. That whatever he has will like playoff time brings out the best in him probably. So if that defense is on track and or just playing at a good I don't know, at a decent level it's hard to pick against the Packers. Like I agree with you that like they are the least scary team mm-hmm. out of the out of most of these teams in the NFC, but I think Aaron Rodgers is probably one of the more intimidating quarterbacks out of these teams. Um yeah. I don't know if you agree with that or disagree, but anyway. No, that's fair. Okay. I think that's about it for that game. Hey. Yeah. Um Patriots Bengals Patriots get a pretty easy win here. The run game was strong. Uh, the passing game still suffers, although Tom did throw two touchdowns. Um, Sonny Michelle almost went for 100 yards, which is okay. And Nikhil Harry got a touchdown, which I was excited about. Mohamed Sanu, 13 yards. That's not going to cut it. And just the defense had another really good game. Getting Gilmore got a pick six in this game and another one. And they just played really well. So it was just nice to see that defense kind of take over again. 
Um, we don't really need to spend much time on this game, and they it was the Bengals on a very difficult team. Yeah, fair. I don't know if we want to talk about some of the stuff that's going on with the Patriots. Well, you could mention it. <laughs> so they are currently in another scandal involving a was it an eight minute piece of footage of yeah. the sideline of the Bengals Browns game. Yeah. Um, apparently they had cleared it with the Browns to do a piece and to gain the footage for a documentary piece that they were doing. Uh, that's the story, at least. That's the story, right? And then they, I saw a clip of the security. So the security guy was filming, talking to the the camera guy. Yeah. And it seems sketchy. I won't lie. Yeah, that's kind of the most damning yeah. of the evidences here is that video that Jay Glazer had on Fox on Sunday. Yeah, it was just like, you could tell those, the voices of those Patriots guys sounded nervous, you know, like they were like, oh, yeah. we, we just got busted sort of. That's right. kind of how it sounded. but um, I don't think this is something that Bill orchestrated personally. Uh, I think this is a situation where like, an employee was going above and beyond what they were supposed to do. I know like Belichick has this mindset of going up to the line when it comes to the rules. And then in some cases goes past it and has been fined and has been suspended and so on. Um, so I don't know if this is just something where maybe the person's like, Oh, like these are the rules. This is what we can do. We're going to push it a little more mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, because I don't think you need the footage of the Bengals sidelines for anything. Now, there's a couple other things I've heard too. Whereas, like, this is just like uh, the magician using distraction with one hand while the other hand's doing something different. So they're gaining this footage, and everyone's focusing on this video that footage that's emerged, where in the background, AJ Green, Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham, they're being contacted or or targeted in this situation i don't know I've, i heard that right um <laughs> i don't know if tampering is a thing in the nfl or not though. either way it's it's probably not that good to be doing that either um and then i just i don't want to lose another draft pick for this this is a dumb and it's getting annoying because what like what good is that footage? It's the Bengals. The Bengals are terrible. And like, there's a loaded draft class of like wide receivers coming up, uh, quarterbacks are coming up, and it's just like Tom Brady is going to get an old. Like we need to find the replacement. We need offensive line help. Sony Michelle doesn't seem like he's working out. We have this awesome defense. We need to fix some of these other holes we have. And it's like, okay, now we're going to film the Bengals. We're going to lose a draft pick. This just doesn't make sense. So. I right. don't think this is something Bill would do because I, I know he's been punished in the past and I feel like like I feel like he learned his lesson there. And there's some other things that I've like read I saw on Reddit where the Jets did a similar thing in 2011 to the Patriots. They were doing a documentary piece and they did a very similar thing where they filmed some stuff they weren't supposed to but that nothing came of it. Like they didn't get suspended, they didn't get punished or anything. But obviously, maybe the Jets don't have the same track record as the Patriots um, Mm -hmm. when it comes to this. And then something about like the Ravens 360 cam. I don't know if you've heard about this. No. I guess they have a 360-degree camera at both ends of the field that is always catching all aspects of the field at all times. Oh. So I don't know. I don't know. Somebody was in this chat, and they were bringing that up and said, how can this be legal? and not be like punishable where like the eight minutes of footage is going to cost us a first round draft pick. So that might be something to look more into, but I just don't want to lose a first round draft pick if some of these other teams have done something similar, but I understand that they don't have, they don't uh, have the benefit of the doubt. Right. So, and I can't be like, Oh, like this is our first offense. Okay. It's not right. And, and I understand, like, if we end up losing the first round draft pick, it's like, okay, well, we should have learned the lesson, like, the last time. Although, I, I do have theories on Spygate and Deflategate that I'm not going to get into right now. <laughs> um, maybe, that's, maybe that's good content for an off-season podcast. 
But either way, when we... uh, this is a good win. Uh, we get to 11 wins on the season, and we're one game away from getting 12, which was my prediction for the year. Well, but overall, I don't know if this team with this offense can get to a Super Bowl. I'm really nervous, to be honest. They, uh, like Kansas City, Ravens, they just are, they have solid defenses this year, and they've got some high-powered offense that I don't know if we can keep up to. So this, like, Nikhil Harrison, excuse me, Mahomes, one of these guys has to hit or start to click mm-hmm. with Tom right away in these next two games if we have a hope of that. Like, I believe that they can. I'm just nervous that that, that uh, connection isn't going to develop in time for when we have to match up with the Chiefs or the Ravens and it's going to be too late. So anyway, there's that game. Mm-hmm. The Seahawks beat the Panthers. Again, I didn't watch much of this game. I didn't watch a lot of football this Sunday. We kind of had our family Christmas thing because my parents are leaving for England this week. Anyway. Oh, okay. But That's no, all good. I know... I saw Wilson and Lockett connect on a pass. Yeah. Which I was happy about because like, I gave Lauren that connection there against Brady. <laughs> for fantasy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Chris Carson went for over 100 yards rushing. Mm. It seems like a pretty close game, but just looking at the Panthers here, Kyle, that Allen guy threw three interceptions. Um, McCaffrey did a lot on the ground. And, oof, and then the receiving. Sheesh. 88 yards receiving, 87 yards rushing, two touchdowns on the ground. Good for him. DJ Moore, 113 yards receiving. So, man, you think they have Cam Newton. This Panthers team could be pretty dangerous. Well, a healthy Cam Newton. Yeah, they they were playing pretty well even, you know, for a while there too. So, But I guess the biggest news that comes out of this game is that with how some of the other games unfolded, the Seahawks are now in first in the NFC yeah, number one seed. And they lose their best player. He got suspended. <laughs> Russell Wilson. Oh, Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. Dude. He got suspended. So I guess that gave us some more insight into why the Patriots were Oh, for sure. Moving off of him and That's easily the Patriots must have known something or maybe had seen something in his behavior that said that maybe yeah. this was gonna come out. Yeah, I had read a couple different things where it was like, oh, it had to do with like his uh, injury, uh, like just not being healthy and well, yeah, I think there uh, was... being late to practice. And, but then my thought was too, and I think I said in a previous podcast, was just that I wonder if he had a slip up and they were just like, hey, you're on a short leash anyway. We're going to cut ties and be done. I think those were all probably factors, like, you know, probably a combination of everything. So, but yeah, I mean, I can't see Josh Gordon ever playing in the NFL again because usually you get yeah. four strikes or however many he's had and <laughs> yeah he's it, had enough so he's he'll probably be in the XFL next year yeah probably with Antonio but Brown oh at the uh the beginning of the season did you think the Seahawks would be the number one seed at any point I I really liked them and I was I was I think I was higher on them than I was kind of seeing but like I didn't expect them to be the the one seed by any means no I think I was thinking like five or six for me personally. I thought that's what they'd be. So, well, yeah, I mean, I, I thought they'd compete for the division with the Rams, but now it's the 49ers. But yeah, anyway. Anyway, good win by them. Uh, I guess we can move to our next one. Yeah. Uh, Texans Titans. This was an important game for this division. Texans win 24 21. Uh, pretty close game. Yeah. Uh, Hopkins had a good game. Watson. Two, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Two picks, eh? So they probably probably not as close if he's a little bit cleaner with the ball. Tannehill playing, still playing great. Almost went for 300 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. I think the big thing in this game was, uh, like, the, I think the Texans did a good job of shutting down Derrick Henry. Like yeah. He didn't go for like 130, 120 yards in this game. So. But, you know, like Tannehill's still able to throw the ball connecting with A.J. Brown. He went for over 100 yards. A.J. Brown may be emerging as the the number one there. Possible best receiver from the draft, from this last draft. 
Ooh, you're saying it's not Deontay Johnson? No, it's not Deontay yet, but (laughs) no, yeah, I mean, A.J. Brown's just been killing it as of late, so it's pretty interesting. So we kind of talked about this before we started. If the Titans are going to make the playoffs, they have to win out, right? Basically, the Steelers, if the Steelers win out, they're in. Okay. Regardless. But they play the Ravens. But they play the Ravens week 17. Um, but the Ravens could potentially be resting guys, but we we don't know obviously at this point. If the Steelers go one and one, the Titans um, go one and one, but they beat the Texans in Week 17, then they'll get in because they have a better conference record. Mm. Um, but if the Titans go zero and two, obviously, and if the Steelers go one and one, then the Steelers will be in. So basically. The Titans need to lose to the Texans for the Steelers to get, but <laughs> yeah. But this is one of those interesting scenarios that's developing right now as yeah. the season winds down, and it's you know, I think that the Steelers and the Titans could both make some noise if they get into the playoffs. I think the Steelers have a very good defense, and I I don't know if Duck Hodges is going to be able to do it on offense, but the defense I believe in, and mm-hmm. the Titans are just they're it's they're kind of the opposite. I don't really love the defense, but their offense with Tannehill and AJ Brown and Derrick Henry, and it seems to be clicking right now. So they could maybe yeah. make some noise if they got so. Yeah, and like I said, these two teams play again week seventeen, and it could be for the division depending on what happens yeah. this weekend. But man, they play each other like twice within three yeah, the weeks. Last few That's weeks. crazy. Yeah. Interesting schedule. Okay. Uh, we probably go to the next one. Yeah, we don't have to spend much time on it. I don't think the Giants beat Dolphins. blow out the Dolphins. Giants. Eli Manning gets back to 500 for his career record. Thank goodness. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice three interceptions he threw too. Look at that. <laughs> and I think Daniel Jones is actually going to be back this week. So. Yeah, Eli's like, get me out of here with a five, like a 500 record. Mm-hmm. Um. Saquon Barkley goes for over 100 yards. Yeah, he finally had a Saquon-ish game. Played into Lauren's triumph this week. Um, Yeah, this is kind of a toilet bowl, isn't it? Yep. These teams are going to be in the top five for drafting next year. Yes, sir. So we can move on. Yeah, I'm not really interested in that anymore. Okay, Eagles... Redskins, Eagles are one of these teams that's in the hunt for, uh, well, their division. Yeah, the really. division is, they won't be a wild card. Uh, Carson Wentz had a nice game throwing for ooh, 43 attempts. He threw 266 yards for three touchdowns. I think the catalyst on offense here was Miles Sanders. Oh, he had a huge game. Rushing for 122 yards. Had about 50 receiving yards, six receptions, a touchdown on both the rushing game and the receiving game. He's he's good, uh, and it's kind of been the second half of the season that he's emerged as yeah, a – I wish I would have drafted him instead of Montgomery, you know? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I still think Montgomery will be able to do something. I think he just need, maybe needs another year. But right. the thing with Sanders is like there's no other weapons on this team. It's Ertz and Sanders, and that's it. Yeah, Jeffrey's so, out. I think uh, that also helps his numbers when you're throwing to guys like, and I think we mentioned this in the last podcast. Like I'm looking at these guys they're throwing to, they're, they're second string tight end, they're was this fourth string running back, a practice squad receiver, and a rookie wide receiver. You would think Sanders is going to have to put up some numbers. Now I don't know what they're getting back next week, but um. It's tough too because Wentz has to rely on some of these guys that he's probably not used to. Yeah. Seeing. Yeah, this um, game was, this game was closer than it should be. <laughs> but hey, remember week one when these two teams played and we almost lost our loss oh yeah. of the week in week one. Yeah. Anyway, I was actually happy that 
Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say Terry McLaurin had. I think I think this was the one where he had that nice touchdown grab. Or was that last week? I think that was last week. Yeah, Either way, he had another talking, touchdown yeah. and a pretty good game this week. But 130 yards for him. That's awesome. Yeah. I uh, Dwayne Haskins, 261 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. I like that improvement. Improvement, definitely. Maybe he might be the franchise quarterback. Yeah. Anyway. Eagles Just need win. to figure out their defense. Yeah. Eagles win. They kind of stay in the division hunt because they still have a game against the Cowboys coming up. I think it's mm-hmm. this next week, actually. But we'll talk it about is. that later. Um, let's go to our next game. Broncos, Chiefs. Yeah. Chiefs. This was the snowstorm game. Yeah, the Chiefs. Beat him twenty three to three. Drew Locke kind of came down down to earth a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so Mahomes throws for three hundred forty yards. Kind of is not like his norm, but not surprised to see him go for that much. Uh, one surprising thing was Kelsey eleven receptions for one hundred forty two yards in this game. Yeah, Kelsey, things are showing up when it doesn't matter for me, buddy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's actually been pretty good all year, too, just not quite. Uh... Anyway, it doesn't matter. And I think really the only point I want to make about this game is just that we talked about earlier was that Kelsey Hill, Mahomes, that um, combination of like talent on offense hasn't really been playing together that much this year because of injuries and yeah. stuff like that, so... This is another game where they get all in the same field at the same time, able to get a win. So that's what, like, the Chiefs make me nervous for the playoffs because I just feel like these last two games, Kelsey Hill and Mahomes, they're going to be on the field together. They're going to be playing. They're just going to get clicking, and then they're going to hit the playoffs, and they're just going to keep rolling. And yeah, I think the Chiefs are a team to watch out for. Yeah, their defense has started to play better too. So Yeah, they have a good pass rush this year. I think Tyron Matthews there now. Mm-hmm. Um, they have – a rookie safety, I think that's playing pretty well. Your boy Sorensen is there. Sorensen. The BYU guy, isn't he? I love that guy. Wait, yeah. is, that, is that? Yeah, he is that's the BYU guy. Anyway, so yeah. Chiefs could do damage. Oh, let's get to our favorite guy. Famous. The Buccaneers versus the Lions. Famous Jameis. Famous Amos. Remember those cookies you used to get in like junior high school? Yeah. Bag. <laughs> anyway, sorry. No, that's, okay. um, here's what kills me. This dude is leading for passing yards in the league. And is he leading for passing touchdowns? I know he's leading in yards. If he's not, he's close. He's thrown for 458 yards in this game and four touchdowns. That's incredible. That's awesome. Yeah. But honestly, I still don't know if he's our starting quarterback next season. I I would hate to be in the Buccaneers like in Bruce Arians' shoes or like the GM of that team's shoes right now because like you see him play like this and you're like yeah. look at the look at the good he does but then you see his interception numbers and you're like it's been 4 years of this, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and it so has. It's just like I I would hate to have to make that decision is what I'm saying. Man I would be totally, well, not totally interested, but it would be interesting for him to get, yeah, if he didn't end up on the Bucks this next year, like if the Patriots went out and just said, hey, like come be a backup for a year. And I don't know if like McDaniels could fix him, but like Bill Simmons on his podcast just said, it's like almost like he has to throw an interception to be like, okay, let me just get this out of the way and then it will be good. Right. Or let me get these two interceptions out of the way and then we'll, I'll ball out. And it's, it's crazy because you look at like, Godwin and Perriman in this game, they both went for over 100 yards. Three touchdowns to Perriman. That's oh, awesome. Damn, I didn't realize that. Godwin did go out in this game, and I think he is done for the year. So, like, he's playing without Godwin and Evans, who we've talked about in past podcasts, are leading in, yeah, or was it touchdowns yards. or yards? yards? Receiving yards. Like, they're, they're in the top five, both, both of them. I think they yeah. still, are they still in the top five, I think? Uh, I would be surprised if they maybe, are. The way maybe that with James Evans having been out for a week or so already, maybe not. But I mean, they're right there. 
the run game really is non-existent for the the Buccaneers. And in this game, like for the Lions, you feel bad because they're they're not playing with any of their starters. Danny Amendola is the leading wide receiver in this game. It's just the Lions are they're bringing back Patricia, and I think that's a smart move. They just need a healthy Matt Stafford. They need carry on Johnson to be solid in the run game. I just I don't know, they need some other, some other things to go their way for them to have a good year. Yeah. It seemed like a cursed almost. David, David Blow. I mean David Blau. <laughs> yeah. It's not good. Not good. Okay. Moving on. I think on. that's about it, eh? Yep. Let's go Browns Cardinals. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh the Browns. These losers. <laughs> they just make me happy every single week, except for that one week with Miles Garrett. But you know what I mean. I know what you mean. They just oh, they were they were soup. They were a Super Bowl team in the preseason, weren't they? They were favored to win the division, weren't they? They were gonna yep. finish ahead of everybody. Baker Mayfield was the next coming of Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> I mean, like <laughs> this team has all the talent in the world. And oh, they're yeah. terrible. They're just shooting themselves in the foot. You can't get Odell Beckham the ball. He he got the ball with Eli Manning. Okay, guys. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. Baker's in every flipping commercial you see come on during your Sunday football games. And I mean, talk about jumping the gun. I'm not saying that Baker can't be redeemed because he still can. I mean, it's his second year. They're gonna. He's gonna have next year to try to break out of this. But uh, anyway, I just can't help but laugh, man. They lose to the Cardinals. They lose big to the Cardinals. Yeah. They um. One of the funny things I heard on one is either Adam Lefko's podcast or it might have been um the Dan Lebertard show, but they were just saying like. Baker's in all these commercials, and now like the commercials they're gonna have to do is like he's gonna go into like the progressive insurance like commercials, and he's gonna go in and see like an agent talking to like two people, and then like an agent that's like like alone, like not talking to anybody. He's like, and he's gonna go to the person that's covered or something like that. Yeah, and it's just, uh. and they um. But here's the thing: is I've also like Bill Simmons commented on how Freddie Kitchen seems to be like establishing the game plan like in reverse that you normally would like mm. they start establishing the run six minutes left in the fourth quarter oh yeah like and it's just like you're doing that backwards like you need to do it at the beginning of the game especially and with chubb having a phenomenal year and then kareem hunt is playing well like despite everything uh-huh. so it's crazy yeah that the run like that should be their focus like the 49ers offense you know yeah, but and yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Like the Chubbs had a pretty good year. Like he had a, over 120 yards in this game, and he and just the rumors that are coming out with um, the frustrations with like Odell and and Jarvis Landry going up to people and saying like, "Come get me." And and now like we're hearing stuff like, "Oh, that's not true," or that they want to stay. It's just like you opened with. This team was supposed to be a Super Bowl favorite, and. It seems like they're falling apart. The Miles Garrett stuff too. Like it's just Yeah. I think I think Kitchens is just in over his head. Um mm-hmm. I have a feeling he won't be the head coach next year. Um Yeah, I don't know. I had a I heard a theory that Tom is gonna be a free agent. He's gonna leave. He's gonna take Josh McDaniels with him and they're gonna go to a team and uh like with like an established like offense and defense and just like a contender. And so I know the Browns was talked about, Yeah, which would be crazy to have him and Odell and Jarvis and Josh McDaniels. That'd be an awesome offense to watch, but I don't really think that'll happen because I think they're too invested in Baker at this point. But right. I would like to see a different coach going to the Browns because there's an opportunity for that team to really be good. Like, I don't think we'll deny that that team on paper could be great, but yeah, they just got to find the right guy. Yeah. To lead him there. And maybe Baker isn't w- w- what everyone thought he might be, but I mean like I said he's going to get another year to to bef- before we make our final decisions. But anyway, 
It's, let's just laugh at the Browns today and this season. They finished the decade without a winning season, even a 500 season. Oh, you love that. I do love that. Okay. Um, I guess we can go to the next one. Yeah, let's do it. Jaguars, Raiders. This game is hilarious because it's the last game they're playing in the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. And Gardner Minshew ruins it for Derek Carr and Gruden. Yep, the Raiders get booed out of the Coliseum. Last home game before they move to Vegas next year. Raiders had some promising stuff happen to them this year. But I just couldn't keep it up. No. Couldn't I don't really be. have much to say about this game. I just think it's hilarious that Gardner Minshew is the one to ruin the final home game. Yeah, I don't really have much else to say here. Two trash teams. Um, okay, the next two games, both kind of blowouts, so I guess we don't have to spend too much time here. Vikings, 39 to Chargers, 10. Yeah, um, Chargers just aren't good. No, they're not. Uh, Dalvin Cook seems like he's being shut down for couple games yeah leading up to the playoffs uh Thielen was back in this game limited but he was back Chargers man Phillip Rivers one touchdown three interceptions 307 yards this guy Um, yeah we care in the world he's just gonna let it let it fly I have a hard time thinking he'll I could see him hanging him up but maybe he doesn't want to go out like this who knows this is one of the destinations I've heard for like Cam Newton, but I like we'll we'll hear more about that in the off season what happens there. But uh, it can yeah. happen. Philip Rivers seems to be losing his edge. Okay, let's go to Rams Cowboys. I was really surprised at this game, just that the Cowboys were able to dominate the way that they did, and and honestly. The 21 points the Rams got, they didn't really score that until, yeah, seven points in the second quarter, 14 in the fourth. So, like, most of the game, Cowboys had a stranglehold on this. Um, what I liked in this game was Zeke, because Zeke's on my fantasy team. He got 117 yards and two touchdowns. Not much for passing in this game. Like, uh, Michael Gallup. Had one reception for six yards, which was huge because he was on Jordan's team for fantasy, which helped me. Mm-hmm. Mari Cooper, one reception for 19 yards, not great. Um, so really run-dominant game here. Um, and Cowboys stay in the hunt for that division. Yeah, this is much-needed performance for the Cowboys. I know the Rams haven't quite been, you know, what – they were last year, but I mean, they were playing well, the Rams, the last few weeks. And so this felt like the Cowboys have to be feeling pretty good after that game. Yeah. Obviously not, still not great, but I mean, this was the performance they needed to kind of solidify their spot, even though they'll be playing the Eagles here. But yeah, yeah, just a blowout anyway. And the Rams are just on the outside looking in, I'm afraid. Exactly. Okay, let's get to the next game. This game was actually pretty good. Falcons, 49ers. Falcons win 29-22. to Yeah. I had Julio on my fantasy team. He had a huge game, 13 receptions, 134 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, we know that uh, Calvin Ridley was out in this game. And, um, yeah, like Matt Ryan just went to his guy and he just fed Julio, and Julio was just on he got some touchdowns, which he normally doesn't do. But uh, this game was really close right into the fourth quarter where um, Atlanta kind of woke up. And they were down by like five right at the end of the game. And there's like 30 seconds on the clock. And they throw a touchdown pass to Austin Hooper. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it was Austin Hooper. And he like catches it and he swings it kind of down low by his legs. And it, it looks like it touches and they ended up ruling it not a touchdown. So then they were like, I don't know, they only had like eight seconds left on the clock by this point, and they just throw like a slant route to Julio, and he like 
barely breaks the plane, gets the touchdown, and and um, they get the win. And then I actually think they scored a defensive touchdown too because I think the 49ers were trying to do some pitch and catch stuff at the end. Oh. Oh, I don't know if that was this game. It, I think it was. Anyway. Yeah, it was because I was going to say, I don't know if anyone who listens are gamblers or not. I mean, I, I'm i not. But the funny thing was the over-under for this game I think was 50 points. Yeah. And so people who bet the under, you know, were pretty happy. Who Julio Jones scores, right? Game's over. And then yeah. the Falcons score again and yeah. they go over Ruins 50 it. points combined. So, like – the gamblers were kind of angry about this game from what That's I funny. was hearing. So, <laughs> um, This was basically the Falcons Super Bowl trying to get revenge on Kyle Shanahan for leaving. <laughs> yeah. And something about the birds. The 49ers can't beat the birds. They lose mm-hmm. to Seattle, the Ravens, the Falcons. Bird gang. Yep. But that's cool. this game. Yep. Um. You want to f- fill us in on the yeah, Steelers-Bills game? Not much. I mean, they they did lose to the Bills. I mean, it was it was a rough night offensively. The oh, man, there was some missed opportunities. Jordan Berry, our punter, had this absolutely brutal like twenty three yard punt. He just kicked straight up in the air, and that's oh. how the Bills scored their first touchdown off of that. So, like, if that never happens, potentially the Bills don't score a TD. You know, maybe they just get three anyway. Right. And then the Steelers get a turnover and kind of run it down into the red zone. So, it's looking like they'll at least come away with three. And they try some idiotic wildcat BS where James Conner's taking a direct snap. Like, it's not even Samuels who's done it before. Like, Conner, who's coming off of, like, an injury where he's been out for about three weeks, you know, like – just a guy that never takes snaps, like, and they try to do like a read option sort of, well, no, like a like a handoff, you know, or keep option, whatever you call that, and mm-hmm. uh, they just fumble it away, and the Bills recover, and so they come away empty there, and those are really the two kind of big plays that did them in, because with this the the way the Steelers' offense is they can't give up opportunities to score when their defense creates them. And I think that was the difference in the game here. Um, the, the Steelers' defense played lights out again. The Bills were just able to score a couple times, basically. Because um, Hodges turned it over four times. Yeah, it was just just rough night for the offense. Steelers can't run. Their offensive line, not sure what's happened to them this year compared to previous years, but um, the Bills have a really good defense, too. Jadavis White's really good. Yeah. Um, they were they were getting really good pressure all night. I mean, I was pretty proud of my boys for being in this game and having a shot to win it at the end twice, but it's hard to trust the third-string rookie undrafted quarterback. Um, yeah, you're asking a lot of them. Yeah, and so, you know... Obviously, I was mad that they lost, but the the position the Steelers are in right now, like I didn't I didn't think they'd absolutely bomb when Ben went out, but I didn't think they'd be eight and six and going into Week sixteen. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, can't really complain too much. The Bills are good. Uh, their offense might not be super great, but they're another team that has this defense that's that can carry them. So. Yeah, just some unforced errors that just did the Steelers in in this game. But um, their defense is still playing phenomenally. JJ, JJ Watt, TJ Watt. He looks is, good. Is awesome, but I think Gilmore's going to beat him out for Defensive Player of the Year. But I mean, oh, I hope so. I, Gilmore's I really a guy that's playing deserves. at a high level too. Right? So, yeah. Can they give it to both of them? I think there's been co-winners of awards before, so let's do it. <laughs> um. Okay, I think that's probably good for that one. Yeah, that's that's um, all good. Monday night, I don't know if we need to talk a lot about this no, game. No, we don't. There Saints kill Colts. But enough. I guess the history that takes place in this oh, game is right. that now Drew Brees is the leading touchdown getter, holder, mm-hmm. man. So good for him. 
he threw I think he threw five touchdowns in this game or did he threw four? He four. threw four. And he just had like a phenomenal like twenty nine of thirty. That's <laughs> you know, like that's awesome. This guy's just playing at a high level. He's another one of these old quarterbacks that's Yeah, and and yeah, he has Michael Thomas and he hit him twelve times, but he threw to Taysom Hill twice. Taysom Hill. Oh, that's funny. Anyway. Yeah, Saints Saints are a really good team. And you know, like this team was what, one play away from the Super Bowl last year? So I think this team is playing with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder from last year. And their quarterback is playing phenomenal. Phenomenally. Phenomenal? Mm-hmm. Phenomenally. Yeah. There you go. And now they did lose some pieces. I think they lost one of their edge rushers. And they lost an offensive lineman mm-hmm. that is – they're both pretty good. So – I don't know if they're coming back right away or if that's going to be more in the playoffs, but either way, they've, they've got a good enough record. They're going to the playoffs. They've already clinched their division. So, yeah, um, yeah good job on Drew Brees. Did you see the Peyton Manning uh, video? Where, I did like, not. he passed, it's like when he passed him in the yards, he came out with a video. I think it was like a year or two ago. Oh, when right. He passed I did him. see the yards video. Yeah. Whenever and so was. he's like, oh, like, congrats. And then, like, he turns and he's like, I still got the touchdowns, though, on him, right? And the like, director's like, well, yeah, but he's on pace to beat you. And he's like, oh, oh, great. He's like, well, let me just congratulate you now. I don't got time to keep making these videos or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, for a guy who was like Miami. Um, what happened with Miami? They failed him on like his injury or his yeah. physical or something like that. When he was he a free up. agent, the dog, whoever Miami's doctor was, was concerned about the shoulder injury he had at the time so they decided to sign Dante Culpepper instead woof actually Dante Culpepper's the guy I can throw it dude those were the anyway. days man <laughs> so those are the games yep that was last week like you said there's lots of playoff implications and then this week it's just getting crazier um but yeah, let's uh let's do some picks. There's there's a few good games this week. Like I said, a lot that have playoff implications, but only a few that we really thought would be exceptional games. Um Bills at Patriots. Oh, sorry, we both went three and two last week, didn't we? Oh sorry, duh. We both went three and two, yes. Forty and thirty five for you, forty nine and twenty six for me. Um, yeah, so Bills Patriots. I am gonna pick Patriots. Mm-hmm. Big surprise here. Um, I just think it's a sense. game we need to win due to actually something we talked about. I don't know if that was on the podcast we were talking about it, but you just kind of mentioned you know if the Patriots lose and the Chiefs, so the Patriots lose this week and the Chiefs win out, which I think they can do, we would they would own the tiebreaker on us and we would drop to. The third, the three seed, and then yeah. we play Steelers in the playoffs, which would be interesting. But um, so I think it's an important game to win. Uh, obviously, at this point, all games are important for playoff seeding. But hopefully, we've beaten them this year. The defense is good. I think the Patriots can probably still, although the like I mentioned before, the offense was different when we beat them the first time. So we got to figure that out if we're going to win this game. But I'll pick them. Okay. Well. I mean, I should pick the Patriots, obviously, but I'm going with my personal bias, so I'm picking the Bills. <laughs> oh, nice. And that's just like that's just literally because I want to see the Bills win this game. Yeah. Um, that's all right. Go with your heart. So yeah, I'll go with the. I don't know how they're gonna win in Foxborough of all places, but it's all good. We'll see, I guess. <laughs> um, so then let's go Saints at Titans. Who are you going with? Well, I think the Saints win this one. Um, Yeah, they're just, I mean, Saints are good. And although this is at the Titans, I don't know. I just think the Saints are a better team and they'll just find a way to get it done here. 
Yeah. Especially fighting for the one seed potentially, right? So. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. But the Titans are fighting for their playoff lives too, so. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But I didn't really think about how the Saints are probably trying to get back up into the bye week, which they for sure are trying to do. I'm going to pick Titans. Like you said, they're fighting for their playoff lives. Like The Saints are already in, and mm-hmm. I think that the Titans are going to – I think in the Titans' mind, if they're going to get into the playoffs, they have to win both their games. So, right. yeah. Anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll pick the Titans. Okay. I'll, I'll believe in Ryan Tannehill. Okay. Uh, Cowboys-Eagles at Eagles. I'm picking first on this one. Um I'm going to pick the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are a better team than the Eagles, and I think the Eagles have a lot of injuries. They're throwing to practice squad players. Uh, right. And, yeah, I'm just going to pick the Cowboys. I think they have a better roster. I don't think they have a better coach, but I think they have a better roster. Yeah. Um, I'm rooting for – I'm rooting for uh, just – Everyone knows I don't like the Cowboys, so why don't we go with the Eagles in this game? I just think it would be funny. Okay. And no, we just make good. for some good storylines and make that division interesting. I'm going to go Eagles. Okay. I hate the Eagles. You know that. Okay. Yes. Packers, Packers Vikings. Vikings. You're going first on this one. I'm up first. Well, oh, man. I'm going Vikings. No, Delvin Cook's out. Mm. Dang, I thought I had an answer. You know what? Whatever. I'll just go with the Vikings. I'll go with my gut. All right. At home, the Vikings. And just to make it nice and even, I'm going to take the other on this one so that we're opposite on all these games. Nice. I'll take the Packers. I... Yeah, I think the Packers could win, kind of like what we talked about before. If that defense is just playing at a decent level and Aaron Rodgers is out there, I, I like Aaron Rodgers more than I like Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Kurt Cousins. But Who's calling there Kurt? we have him. Kurt. <laughs> Kurt Cousins. Okay. And then what do we got for our lock of the week? We've got the Seahawks over the Cardinals. Yep. And our upset Rams over 49ers. Yeah, I think the Rams could potentially. That's another team that's playing for their playoff lives too, right? So. Well, yeah, if they want any sort of shot at it, they got to win the last two here. I mean, it's not looking likely for them, but they got to do what they got to do, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, those are our game picks for the week. There's three games on Saturday, so that's. That's going to be a good day of football. I agree. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Okay. Well, let's let's get into fantasy because there was some interesting stuff from last week. Um, All right. I don't think – hold on. I got to get me to last week here. I don't think my matchup really matters. <laughs> I beat Mark again in the freaking consolation bracket, whatever. So now, yeah. me and, now me and Ben Huber are playing for fifth place. Congrats. So thank you. Um, my team actually has played pretty well the last couple of weeks when it didn't matter. So yeah, I'm okay with that. But anyway, let's uh, let's get into the real stuff here. I guess we could mention the other thing. Like I said, Ben beat Dallin. So now Dallin and Mark are playing for the – King, king of last last the poop emoji king whoever loses yeah. that one will be the ultimate loser but let's jump to the other side do you want to go through I'll your go matchup first yeah yeah we'll we'll save the big news for the end okay. um so jordan and i had uh our matchup this week this was to go to the the championship and i beat jordan i was pretty excited i wanted to get into the final this year. So um, Jordan and mine, our matchup, I think I was actually winning pretty handily most of the week, but then Jordan's team right at the end kind of made a push. Um, he had like guys like Tyler Higby, his tight end for the Rams, got like 23 points. Um, the Bills and got like 20. 
Luke Keekley got like 13. Um, Todd Gurley got 20. Devonta Adams got 23. He had solid quarterback play. So like, and Aaron Jones had a good week. So his guys came on strong for him at the end. And so he actually got ahead of me right at the end of the week before the Monday night game. But I had, so he had about a four or five point lead on me. And then I had Will Lutz, the kicker for the Saints, and he got me like 10, so I was able to win. But I had a good week from the Patriots defense. Bobby Wagner had a good week for me. Um, and then kind of like I mentioned in the podcast, like Zeke had a phenomenal week. Julio Jones had a great week. So those two guys alone really put it over the edge for me. So I'm moving on to the championship round, and I will be playing Lauren... McCleave. Brady is out. The so it means a couple lives of on. Yeah, the league will get a new winner of the league this year and the league gets to live on. So looking at their matchup, um Lauren's team had the week of their lives pretty oh much. Oh my gosh, yeah, just otherworldly, man. I thought with that start by Lamar Jackson on Thursday, I I even texted you. Yeah. I said, "Man, Brady's gonna win again." I'm so depressed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, I was um, actually like in shambles for a little <laughs> bit there. But so, like, looking at Brady's team, Brady's team scored 201 points, a uh, 201.6 points. Oh, still had a great, great week. week. Yeah, great week. Um, he would have beat both Jordan and myself. Right. Uh, if he played us. So, 36 points from Lamar Jackson, 17 from Watson. Um, 17 from Hopkins, 18 from Keenan Allen, 30 from Michael Thomas. Just solid, like, good production from all of his other guys, too. But then you look at Lauren's team, like, let's go through this. So 19.34, well, we'll just round this, like, 19 from Russell Wilson, 18 from Kyler Murray, great quarterback play. 30 points from Barkley, that's awesome. 20, almost 24 points from Chubb, that's great. 20 from DJ Moore, 25 from AJ Brown, 20 from Allen Robinson, 25 from George Kittle, 12 from Diggs, 26 from Lockett, 12 from Robbie Gold, 11 from the Chiefs, and then the worst player on his team, uh, Jalen Smith, 4.5. So just everybody balled out for him. Yeah. So Lauren, so even though Brady had a solid, solid week, well, not even solid, it was a great week. Like if you get 200 points, that's a great week. Um, Lauren beat him by about 47 points. That has to be the high week of the year, right? Lauren had like nobody uh, had that, did they? I I know Brady had one week where he um I don't know, maybe we'll get some stats on this throughout the year, but like Brady, let me just check his schedule. He had a week where I'm pretty sure he got over 250. Yeah, he had a 255 week. Oh, okay. Which is nuts. That's crazy. But really, Lauren having the game, having the week of his life to to take down the reigning champion, to keep the league alive. I probably should just throw this week so that he wins because he probably deserves it. But I won't because I want it. There's a lot of money on the line here. So, yeah, it'll be a really good week. So I guess I don't know. Do we want to talk about our matchups for next week? Yeah, we can preview just the final. I think we'll just talk about. You and Lauren here. Okay. So, yeah. Lauren and I facing off. So, our season record, we uh, split the season against each other. Um, so, I don't know. Could go either way, really. So, as of right now, he doesn't have um, a defensive, individual defensive player or a spe- defensive special teams in yet. So, currently, like right now, I'm favored to beat him. But that'll change. And I don't actually think I'm keeping my lineup the way that I have it as of right now. Yes. But... I texted Lauren today and I just kind of said like I looked at my roster and I, I don't know I kind of glanced at his too and I don't know I just feel like I, I get to the, like the the championship matchup and all like all of my guys I feel like have like tough matchups this week so of course this happens so it's like I'm struggling with like okay who do I need to do in this spot or like who should I be putting in my flex so I'm just I don't know I think I have an idea of what I want to do I don't know if I'm going to let that out on the air here. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame you for not because this is going to be released before the – I mean, not that – Well, I guess like really like there's no real strategy in keeping it to myself. Like 
if I'm like, oh, I'm going to play Jack Doyle, it's like, well, what are you going to do about it? Like, yeah, what is Lauren? Right, right. <laughs> it's not going to do anything. It's not going to change his mind, I don't think, about what he does. But I don't know. There's some stuff to consider. I like, I don't know, I have a good roster. I have a good team. They've had a good year. What's hilarious is that I got Ryan Tannehill like off the waiver wire not that long ago, and he's been like my best quarterback. Yeah. Past few weeks, like he's really a guy that's gotten me this far in the playoffs. Um, or I guess we've had one week of playoffs. Uh, he's gotten me this far near the end of the year to get me in position. But yeah, I don't know what to do. Like, there's there's guys like Kenyon Drake who like almost had 40 points last week. So it's like, oh, like, do I play him? Yeah, or you know, I don't know. This It'll is, be a good. Man. I don't know. I just kind of hope that, like, Lauren, I kind of said this to you, like, Lauren's guys all went off this week. What's the likelihood that they'll do that again? Yeah. Or is it just going to be, like, is that just how it's going to be? He's going to have two, like, crazy weeks in a row. Like, I could see that because his roster is really good. So, I don't know. What else? I don't know. Is there anything else you want to add to that? No, I think you covered it pretty good. Like, Lauren's team, when you look at it from top to bottom, is just. I mean, I like I like both your teams, but Lauren definitely just you know just looks like he's stacked to be honest. Yeah. Um, well, Lauren's team is a team that I think we all picked at the beginning of the year too to that we thought was going to be in this position, right? I personally thought I would be in this position too, but hey, man, I did too. Well, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I thought I'd be good, but I'm not. No, uh, yeah, I like. Like I said, I think it'll be good. I think it'll be a good one. We'll all be following it, obviously, as the week goes on. Um, but yeah, this is for all the marbles right here. Yeah, and I, I told you I'm taking for all like the annoying moments where I talk about fantasy football with my wife. I told her if I win, I'm taking her to the keg. <laughs> so I hope the football gods are like, oh, like. We gotta give like Quincy a win here, and we'll let her let Ben win so he can go to the keg with her. Yeah, fired it. Take her out. Hear that, boys? We're all crashing the party when Ben goes to the keg. <laughs> I'm not telling you what night. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, it should be a fun one, and um, I know I know we don't talk much about uh, huddle buddies, but over there, Mark and Jordan are facing off for the championship, so. <clears throat> Sorry, let's go look at that real quick. I want to see, see yeah. who I like better. Okay. Um, Jordan and Mark. Okay. They're both projected Ooh. to score 135. Yeah, so it's pretty even. Oh, man. Dang, yeah, they are actually like super even, I would say, when it comes to most of their positions. Oh boy, that's this is gonna be a fun one to watch here. Yeah, this will be a fun follow as well. And honestly, I don't know who I'd pick here. I don't know. I could like. This is a very much a fifty-fifty split here, with like like the defense, like the Patriots, are awesome. But like I know the Broncos are like one of the like the most streamed defenses this week. Right. Um. And as uh, yeah. as Jordan always says, he's the. He's guaranteed to win second place, so guess we can congratulate Mark. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Well, there we go. No, Jordan's gonna get a win this year. This will He's be the, get... this will be the year. This will be it. But yeah, anyway, two fantasy championships. I guess more than two. Like you and I are in another league together, but that one's just a random redraft league that we're in. So I'm in the championship for that one too, buddy. Oh hell. <laughs> I think you're playing Dude, Rachel, I, right? Man, if I win, I'm, that'll be back-to-back years for me. Man, f that! I yeah. lost to you last year, right? In that one, you did. You lost in the final league this year. Yeah. man, I'm going for back-to-back championships in that league. Well, I'll be cheering for my sister-in-law. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect you to do anything else, Kyle. <laughs> That's fair. Just kidding. But anyway, that is the week of football, and it was a good week. And good it's luck be to another anybody. good week. Man, I hope it's a good week. I hope we get on here and I'm giving good news next time we record. You're giving your uh, victory speech. Yes. You're going to Disneyland and whatnot. 
Oh wait, that's, that's what the Super Bowl winner says. But uh, the fantasy champion says, "I'm going to the keg." <laughs> what are you gonna do now? I'm going to the keg. Well, exactly. That's probably what I'll say. Get some steak. <clears throat> Prime rib, baby. Yeah, and then uh, I guess I guess next week we'll find a time to record. It is going to be Christmas Eve next yeah, Tuesday, Christmas, and Christmas Day, Wednesday. But maybe we can. I'm sure we can. I'm sure we'll find a time. I'll, oh, for yeah, sure. I'm taking some time off work, so we'll figure it out. But, anyways, yeah, I don't know. That's really it. I don't really have anything else. Do, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Good luck to anybody who made it to their fantasy championship. Yeah. Hope it goes well. Wait, I did have one thing. Sorry. Unless your name is Lauren, then I hope it doesn't go well. We don't need Lauren. No. Yeah, hey, man, that's totally fair for you to have those feelings. I did just want to mention Antonio Brown's crazy still. Ugh. And that guy's just can't stay off Twitter. He can't he can't spell. He doesn't have grammar <laughs> skills. Um Yeah, anyway, just go read his Twitter if you want if you want to know what I'm talking about, but that's just my we haven't talked about AB and I mean in, in terms of controversy. We talked about him last week. Possible Patriots return, but I don't Man, think that's I happening sh- now. I was really hoping that was going to happen, and I thought there was some stuff developing there. And Then he went crazy yes. again. Idiot. XFL, here I come. Anyway. Here you go. Again, Him and Josh Gordon. Oh, yeah, right. They're both going to be over there. Getting throws from Landry Jones, like the good old days. Anyway, good luck, like we said, to all of you. You were in the fantasy championships. Thank you. Lauren appreciate you for being brady brady yeah your team is really we, good yeah uh, we should probably take a moment and just say thank you to lauren for letting this league live on yeah i know brady. that most of us wanted it to keep going uh jordan was telling me that mark kind of wanted to reset but i think the rest of us other than brady of course <laughs> yeah wanted it to keep going so um yeah but i mean Brady set up well for for next year as well, so it's going to be fun. It'll be a good one. But that's it for tonight, so we out. Bye-bye.